Welcome, I'm Michael. This podcast series titled, Depaganizing the Gospels, will be in multiple episodes. This first episode has a planned release of 25 December, which should explain the choice of music. The purpose of this series is to provide additional supporting evidence for the testimony for Yeshua. We will begin this series with a discussion of Matthew. I will use the word testimony rather than gospel because the pagan word originated in Old English and had the underlying meaning of being a spell or curse. The New Testament is a cursed book because of these pagan spells. These spells and curses created by pagans and heretics will be exposed in these presentations and the audience will finally come to know the truth about Jesus Christ. A majority of this presentation will be entirely scripted. The material used has already been developed from study and research guided by the Holy Spirit. Let's begin with Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. All is good with the genealogy of Jesus. The first part of chapter 1 tells what can only be the truth. The genealogy in Luke's testimony is a complete fraud and does not compare with Matthew's testimony. Luke was a pagan Roman and a liar, demonically possessed. But that will be more profoundly proven when examining that testimony in another episode. For now, let's talk about verses 18 through 25. These verses in the paganized testimony are completely heretical and fraudulent. The depaganized version reads as follows. The birth of Jesus Christ came about that he was the naturally conceived child of the honorable woman named Mary, who pledged herself in marriage to Joseph, who paid a dowry to her father for their betrothal. Because Joseph was a righteous man, he and Mary were married before all the witnesses in their town within Galilee upon the consent of Mary's father in accordance with Galilean traditions and under completely honorable circumstances that must never again be denied by pagans and heretics who blaspheme God by insinuating that God would impregnate a human female in contradiction of all that is prophesied within the book of Enoch. Joseph was the son of David, a descendant of the great king of Israel whose firstborn son was named Yeshua, and later became known to the world as Jesus the Christ. Mary, the honorable wife and blessed mother, gave birth to a son who would become known to all of them as the son of David, the rightful heir to the throne of an ancient king during a time when Israel needed a righteous king more than any other time. Many pagans and heretics mistook the event of Christ's birth to be a fulfillment of the prophecy by Isaiah when he said, The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. But the child's name was Yeshua, and Yahweh does not impregnate human females to give birth to a male child who will become known as the Son of God. All of what happens in the pagan version of this text is a blasphemy of God, because Isaiah's prophecy was a chastisement of the people of Israel who had worshipped false gods and lack the faith in the one true God for their deliverance. Additionally, the texts of the Old Testament documents were editorialized throughout during the Second Temple period to support the heresy of that same editorialization in the New Testament books. Isaiah's prophecy was true because none had believed in the truth of Christ unless they had been tricked into believing he was born to a virgin. Mary gave birth to a son, and Joseph gave him the name Yeshua, which means he saves. And that name is not even close to Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Emmanuel has been the good news and message of Jesus Christ 
because he introduced all of humanity to the Holy Spirit, who is God with us. When receiving the Holy Spirit in the second birth, after repentance and baptism in water. The true birthright of Jesus Christ appears here in this depaganized edition of the New Testament because all men have come to know the truth of how a child carries the DNA of its mother and father. Ancient pagans knew nothing about the true science of biology and bloodline descendancy. So the inclusion of the paganized and fraudulent telling of Jesus' birth appearing in this text beginning with verse 18 is a contradiction cleared up in this corrected version of the story based on the prophetic correction of God's eternal truth. It is not a matter of believing in science that these facts become the basis for correction of ancient pagan mythology. True faith in God remains the real impetus for correcting the blasphemous lies that have cursed the story of Jesus Christ for nearly 2,000 years. The heretics who will continue to deny the scientific evidence of DNA are also those same heretics who have received the mark of the beast by proclaiming that all should trust the science of man instead of having faith in Almighty God for their salvation from the plague of COVID-19. The passage has been corrected to provide the accurate telling of Galilean culture and a truly honorable birth of the man who would become the heir to the throne of David by divine right and bloodline. Any other version of the story is a scurrilous lie created by pagans and supported by pagan heretics who are antichrist. Mary was not a woman sold into slavery for a price, as the paganized testimony implies. To say that Mary was pregnant before marriage is scurrilous and dishonorable. It was the pagan editor's intent to create this denigration in the story in an effort to discredit the Christians who knew that Jesus was the son of David, the rightful heir to the throne in Israel. Those pagans who intentionally corrupted this story with lies had the intent to discredit Jesus and his mother Mary to have been dishonorable, saying that she was already pregnant. The reason that Yahweh does not impregnate human females is not a matter of incapability. It is a matter of that act being immoral. And the proof of this truth may be found in the book of Enoch which was rejected from inclusion in the Holy Bible by heretics and pagans who wanted to create a false religion based on pagan mythology rather than to tell the truth. Finally, the pagan version of the New Testament describes the event of Christ's birth to be the scurrilous event of God's impregnation of a human virgin female. All of this nonsense blasphemes God and has been removed in this depaganized version with the telling in accordance with God's eternal truth. The paganization of the Holy Bible has occurred in the Old Testament as well, and the action has had the purpose to validate the paganization of text in the New Testament. See Psalms 46, 7. Jesus Christ was not Emmanuel, but God was with him, and God is with us when we believe in the Holy Spirit. Finally, the depaganized version explains what heretics have refused to accept about Jesus Christ. This explanation was not previously provided in paganized testimonies that rejected the eternal truth. God is the Holy Spirit, and God is with us, Emmanuel, 
because Jesus Christ was the messenger who delivered this truth to all of mankind. The message of Christ was not that he was the Son of God, but that has been the lie told by heretics and pagans who have perverted the message of Christ by denying God's eternal truth. God is the Holy Spirit within all of us when we accept this truth. That is all the time we have for this episode. I want to let everyone know that the readable text of these depaganized Gospels will become available in the Polyet Lotion Publishing website as a free download. The website will go online once all the legal requirements are completed. I will be announcing the website's availability here on YouTube and on my other audio podcast programs, so stay tuned. As always, thank you for listening. I am Michael.